listening to The Gender Rebels. I'm Kathleen, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a trans woman. Gender Rebels is a question and answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary. A big thanks to our Patreon supporters. If you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gender rebels. Faith, do we have any patrons to thank? Oh my gosh, we do. Yay! April, Riley... Sarah, thank you guys so much for April, your, Riley your support. Sarah, thank you. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Hey, Faith, I got a question. Sure, what's your question? What was our follow-up episode going to be? Well, we were discussing transgender parents last night. Yes. Yes. Not last night. Last episode? Yes. Yes. We should probably finish that. Yes. Yeah. All right. So, everyone who has listened to last week, this time we are going to be talking about a step-by-step process for coming out. Once again, we are not parents. We don't know what we're talking about, but we did some research and hopefully we got it pretty correct. I'm happy to see that we didn't get a ton of parents flooding Twitter or our emails. We got we got a couple. But not like a bunch of people saying, boy, did you screw that up. No, we I didn't get consider. that. We did have one person tweet us and say, you should have interviewed some parents and mm. we we had thought about that mm-hmm. but we had so many parents reach out to us that picking one would have probably gotten the same reaction from multiple people so sure sure as promised this week we are going to bring you a step-by-step guide to how to come out to your kids how to set the stage how to frame it in a way that's going to be easiest for them to accept how to work with them and their questions and how to sort of anticipate the challenges that they're going to go through Once again, you're going to hear this a lot. We are not parents. So the research we did was this excellent article by Cassie Breiter, Coming Out Trans to Your Children, a step-by-step guide. We'll have a link down below. Honestly, this was so, so good. We'll be paraphrasing this throughout the episode. Yeah, Cassie Breiter said it best. She really did. The first thing you should do before you come out to your kids is you want to set the stage. You want to have them already have positive associations and and actual knowledge of actual people who might deviate from traditional gender norms. Do your kids know any gay people? Do your kids know any trans people? Do you have friends come over? Do they do they watch TV shows or movies? Are they aware of this other group of people? Because if they don't or if they're very sheltered or in a very religious community or for any number of reasons that they just never ever see gay people or trans people yeah they're not gonna have any idea that's gonna be a hard thing to say i'm transgender and they're gonna be like what's for dinner i don't know what that is so before you even think about coming out the thing to do is normalize this yeah, this in, is, in their mind. This is something that I remember Sesame Street, and this is actually Sesame Street in South Africa, mm. came out with a, a Muppet that had HIV, HIV, HIV positive, positive Muppet. Muppet. And people mm-hmm. were like, oh my God, political correctness gone mad. And it's like, no, this is a great way to help normalize this. This is normal for life. kids yeah. who are either HIV positive themselves mm-hmm. or know people in their life or mm-hmm. have a parent or a loved one that's HIV positive, it just normalizes that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And as everyone listening, presumably everyone listening, knows, this is normal. This is healthy. Gay is a thing that normal, healthy people are. Trans is a thing yeah. that normal, healthy people are. It's a smaller percentage of the population, but you want to have your friends over. You want to have 
gay people and trans people. You want to have positive representations of them. You want books and movies and TV shows. Get that exposure set up first. That's Normalize actually, that concept That's first. actually something I would love to hear from our listeners about. Mm-hmm. What media is there out there that's appropriate for kids mm-hmm. that deals with transgender issues? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I guarantee you there's probably uh, at least one or two kids' books, children's books. I have one that I love. Yeah. It's called Red, A Crayon Story. Oh, gosh. I've Link seen down this. below. Yes. I love this book so much, you guys. Yes. It's literally they, a picture when book. I came out to the When I came out to the nibblings, didn't... I think we sent a link to this book yeah. for when it came out Because the mine. mom actually... Their their mom actually requested mm-hmm. this sort material of like yeah. this. And it's just, it's just a, a blue crayon with a red wrapper and how they try to act like a red crayon and it doesn't work. And really, it's easier to just be a blue crayon. And that's so cute and so sweet and so funny. And link down below. Please flood this author's coffers with cash because it's such a great book. And it's like, it, it's this is a, a little kid's book. This is a, this yeah. is a book you read out loud to your kid. It's yeah. not chapters. It's all pictures. It's a picture book. Yes. There are materials at every, every age level you were reading a young adult book with i a did cool actually uh, i did i that was a young adult novel called dreadnought dreadnought yeah that was about a kid who's dealing with transgender issues mm-hmm. is not out to anyone mm-hmm. and you know accidentally gets superpowers one day mm-hmm. and it's actually a really amazing story i i loved it I actually wrote the author and we're gonna link down below to the author's page yes. and, and i think it's gonna be the first in the series yeah it was a great book i didn't even know it was a trans book mm-hmm. <laughs> picked it up mm-hmm. so these sort of things would help help a kid normalize i know growing up as a kid and and kind of knowing trans was a thing LGBTQ stuff when I was growing up was a punchline yeah. on the schoolyard, you know, yeah. and I don't know if that's still the case today. I yeah. have heard there was actually an Ask Reddit thread mm-hmm. about like p- teachers today. What what are things surprise you about kids? And one of the things they were saying was that kids are all like super cool with gay stuff and trans stuff now. So I mean, I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, but I'm sure faggot still gets thrown around. Probably. I'm sure people are still bullied and I'm sure I mean, obviously, hopefully things are getting better, but you know, kids are still assholes. Kids a lot are of still the time. assholes, yeah. So you're the parent. You know your kid best. Either introduce them to friends or read books or find a TV show or video games or something that can sort of expand that part of their perception. Again, you don't know what they've seen and heard already at school from their friends, from their teachers, but you're going to do your best to to have a, a positive, just get them in a positive mindset, a, just yeah. a normal every day. This is just a thing. Some people are gay. Some people are trans. No big deal. You want to get that mindset set up before you come out to them. Mm-hmm. What else do we got? One of the things that Cassie Breider actually recommends is to, she writes, a principle I really like when it comes to delivering shocking or potentially destabilizing news to anyone is to frame the news not as a statement, but as a question. Hmm. So rather than saying, hey, we're going to move to a what, new town. What if grandma were dead? Yeah. Like that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hypothetically, what would you wear to Grandma's funeral? Uh, <laughs> Have no. you ever thought about going to an orphanage? Yes. Uh, in all seriousness, though, 
you know, this can be this can be a way to kind of gauge the, the kids' reaction, mm-hmm. kind of get them talking about a subject, getting them a little more comfortable with the subject, mm-hmm. rather than just hitting them with something that says, hey, kid, your life is about to change in a major way, and mm-hmm. you are powerless about this. And also, if it's something like a baby brother or moving, if it's something that's going to happen, you want to know where they are yeah. on that. Even if it's something that's, you know, they don't have veto power over Maybe they're fully on board. I'd love a baby brother. Maybe they're 100% against it. No way. I'm staying an only child. If there's a baby in the house, I'll kick them in the street. At least you know where you're starting from. Yeah. And you got the conversation started. So that is is how it all begins. Yeah. I'm guessing. I am not a parent. I've been a kid. I know yes. that, yes. you know, my parents were definitely... So you would have rather have heard, how do you feel about... I think it's having a baby brother. I think it's a really good way to begin it because you are kind of opening the discussion. I would guess if you ask kids, most kids would probably be like, that's great. Mm -hmm. And then uh, kids will change their mind, but that gives you an ability to kind of at least start the discussion. This is a tricky one, though. Let's say you do have gay friends and maybe a trans friend. And let's say the kid does read the books and, you know, you've got that all set up. Hey, Timmy, how would you feel if... I were female. Like, how yeah. do you? Mm. I feel like that's also going to be age dependent. Sure, sure. Obviously, that kind of thing is going to work on younger kids. It's not going to mm-hmm. work on teens. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about? Sucks. 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 <laughs> yeah. Watch your language, young mm-hmm. young man or lady. How do you feel about it? I feel like it sucks. Yeah. I assume teenagers are all assholes because I was an asshole. I was an asshole too. And that, no, that must have been asshole. teenagerhood, not kids, me. Yeah, kids have to, part of being a teenager, part of the normal healthy part of being a teenager mm-hmm. is pushing boundaries, mm-hmm. working on, on making yourself your own independent person. And that, because kids lack the maturity to do that in a way that's not assholish, <laughs> kind of makes them tricky to deal with sometimes. I, I don't know how you people do it. You parents out there, God bless, because Wow. Wow. I just had a long conversation. My mother and I just had a long, detailed set of emails Mm. um, about the movie Lady Bird. Amazing movie. My transgender-themed review of it is on my website. Link below. See this movie. And I think I accidentally slipped that that she reminded me of the mom in that movie. Or I said something like, the movie reminded me of our family or something. Mm -hmm. And then we... She got upset by that. And we ended up spending a lot of time back and forth... After Faith's mom saw the movie, she's like, yeah. "You really? You think I'm like the mom in that?" And we're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" Yeah. So, but you had a good, I did good discussion. But we had a great and... discussion. But kids are jerks. That's yeah. the point. You know, people are jerks. People I don't are. want to put this all on kids. Yeah. Like some people are just always jerks, and kids are just sort of sometimes jerks. And you know, you hope for the best. Yeah. They won't stick with it. Yeah. So yes, frame it like a question. Mm-hmm. At the very least, you get the conversation started. Another thing that I understand is super important for kids is consistency. Obviously, this is a big change. Anything like your baby brother coming, moving house, your mama are getting divorced, any any big discussion like that is going to involve a change. But kids like routine. They like consistency. They like knowing what they can count on. What is ironclad? And so in a case where you're sitting them down and talking about a pretty big change that's happening, you do want to mention and emphasize 
the things that aren't going to change. Yeah. The things that are staying the same. Because then that's something to hold on to. You know, mm-hmm. they're not flying off the planet into space. You're still going to be going to the anchored. same school. Mm-hmm. You're still going to have your same friends. You're mm-hmm. still going to spend way too much time on screens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're still going to, you know, live in our same town and everything. That's it. You, yeah. you're, 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 I'm still going to help you with art projects. Your mom is still going to take you to basketball games. We're all going to still see grandma every Sunday. Whatever is consistent, mm-hmm. whatever is concrete emphasize that yeah because it's a big change and it can you know even with with within a relationship i've said when when you came out to me and and the first time it's like kind of everything's up for grabs now like it's hard to know where this big news stops so tell them what will change and tell them what won't change yeah i think that's true Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and one of the things she says is you want to make sure the kids know they're not in trouble. This mm-hmm. isn't really about them. This is this is something that will affect them, but it's not about them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Another piece of advice is to contextualize. Give your kids some framework to fit the concept of transgender into. There's a really good metaphor in this article I really liked where it says, some people are born with a girl brain but a boy body. Or a boy brain inside a girl body, ask them this. A cereal box with cereal inside. Is that cereal or popcorn? It's cereal. But what if you have a cereal box filled with popcorn? Is that cereal or popcorn? Well, duh, it's popcorn. It's what's inside that counts. The box doesn't matter. It helps when the box tells you what to expect inside. But even if someone mixes things up, you can still tell once you eat a couple of them. What's inside is what counts. Yeah. That's a good analogy, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially in our culture where we are so strongly emphasizing the box. Yes, the box. Well, because you can sell. Because you can sell things to the box. You can mm-hmm. decorate the box with various things. You can look at the box and know how to categorize it, and whether yeah. you give it respect or not. Yeah, yeah. So it's good to talk about, you know, the crayon and its wrapper, the popcorn in the cereal box. There, there are. There are ways to demonstrate in a really straightforward, conceptual way how sometimes the outside doesn't match the inside. So we have to fix the outside. Yeah. Because you're not going to change the inside. No. I like that. Mm -hmm. One of the other things is talk it out. So you want to listen to people and again this is something we've talked about on the show a lot Mm -hmm. is that someone's honest emotional reaction can never be wrong Mm -hmm. choosing to act on that or acting on that in the way that hurts someone yes can be wrong but someone's honest emotional reaction to something isn't wrong that is their that's 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 how they're reacting that's That's their reality Yeah. yeah So you would, you're the one who told me there's no such thing as overreacting. Yeah. You're just reacting, and maybe it's in a way that somebody doesn't like. But this yes. is actually just reacting. It is. So you want you want your kids to understand that you're listening to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Engage in active listening. Mm-hmm. What's active listening? You should explain it to me. <laughs> Perhaps I will. So active listening is, this is a tricky thing. Because a lot of times we are just waiting for our chance to talk or waiting for our chance to convince someone one way or defend ourselves or something like that. Active listening means you have to put that aside 
for now, you'll you'll get to do that later, but you have to put that aside for now. And if someone's talking to you about how sad they felt and how down that they are, then active listening is it sounds like you've going you've been going through a really rough time lately. It sounds like you've you've had the blues for a really long time. Active listening uses terms that they've used. I know about this in terms of like depression or, or you repeat, conditions you like that. You repeat back to the you person. You sort of right? repeat it. You don't There's, want it to that's be. That's Scientology tech as well. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't want to echo them. You know, this is still a, a natural conversation, but you want them to know that they've been heard. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it sounds like you're really having trouble with this. It sounds like this is kind of confusing and maybe a little scary. You know, it's just you listening and reflecting back to them enough information so they know that you've got it yeah that's active listening and you can unpack those emotions i think that's something that that can be very helpful Mm -hmm. is if the kid says no this is weird okay i hear that you're saying this is weird sounds like why tricky and and confusing why why do you think this is weird what what is weird Mm -hmm. you can kind of you can start unpacking things and Mm -hmm. when you unpack things i think you can get to the more basic idea of sometimes what what is really getting to a person because mm-hmm. people people a they want to be heard mm-hmm. and oftentimes we say things that are not necessarily masking what we think but are a way to frame what we think mm-hmm. and, and getting to what a person really thinks or what their real reaction emotionally is can mm-hmm. really help yeah it'll help you it'll help mm-hmm. them because if you again if you say no it's not weird. <laughs> No, it's not weird. What are you talking? Of course, it's not weird. Yeah, you, you just don't understand. Just trust me, it's not weird. That is a great way to have your kid shut down and be like, "Fine, whatever." Can yeah. I go now? You know, mm-hmm. and you don't want to do that. I assume you don't want to do no, that. No, I don't, don't know do who that. you don't are. Do that. I'm not your I, mom. This, this whole thing assumes you're a decent parent. Oh yeah, who wants your kids to be happy? I forgot. We probably should have opened. With yeah, that. we definitely. Sorry should've. if we wasted your time. We have a lot of really, really horrible parents. <laughs> or listening to this. <laughs> no, you guys are actually really awesome. You're the best. So this next one is sort of tricky, but it's the details that they're going to want to know. And that's the details of what your plan is. It's tell them what's going to happen and tell them why it's going to happen. So once you've had this conversation, once you've explained what transition is, if they need to know that, once you've worked out, people on the inside, people on the outside, and you've come around to the fact that you're going to be changing how you present your gender, this is when you're going to tell them the timeline you're looking at, when you're going to start presenting the gender, when you're going to be using a new name and what that name is and what they should call you. Hmm. Also, and this is going to be a tricky one, I can't imagine having to deal with kids for this one, but it's your job to come out. It's not their job to out you. And they've got to be able to keep track of who knows and who doesn't. Ooh, that can be tricky, yeah. Yeah, that's tricky for grown-ups. It is. And, you know, I'm just going to be Marilyn and wear dresses around the house for a while. This isn't really a school conversation. This isn't a teacher's conversation. This isn't a neighbor's or friend's conversation. It's not something we're ashamed of. It's just a long process. So, I don't know. That would be a... That's a That would be a hard one. That's actually really tricky because... It can be difficult when you come out to not really come out, but to rather just bring someone else into the closet with you. Yeah, yeah. And that can be kind of unfair because like what you're describing, I kind of disagree with that. Really? Yeah. So because you think you should be like Tuesday, 
I'm yeah, not presenting think, on Wednesday. I'm feeding I think with presenting. a kid, you have to do it very specifically because they're they're not really going to understand the idea. And, and the idea of a kid, the idea of telling a kid this is not a school conversation, this is not something we discuss outside the family, to me, mm-hmm. just sounds unhealthy. Because, yeah, but that's because you've got it associated with mom's drinking and, and dad's abuse. I mean, it, people always think secrets are bad secrets, but they're not always bad secrets. When you were only part-time, that wasn't a bad secret. That was just the best but there way weren't to kids do it. involved. Totally. So this is where it gets into that complicated question of making it clear to them that this is a process. Yeah. I'm in charge, not you. And that means don't. Uh, I don't know. I don't see, think keep. I don't think asking a kid to keep a secret is a good idea because it also means that it normalizes for the kid that keeping a secret, keeping is a thing. A, keeping an adult's secret mm-hmm. that I'm not telling someone at my school or I'm not telling someone in my family is an okay thing to be asked. Which is not. To do. Which is not. But that's just because you always think it's about something bad. Because when adults ask kids to keep yeah. secrets, it generally is bad. I okay, know. Okay, so this is our question for you, listeners, especially yeah. parent listeners. How'd you do it? Did you come out all at once? Did you come out over summer vacation? Did you... How did you... How? How? And did any of you have an event where one of your kids let it slip and suddenly you had yeah. to come into the teacher's office to explain what was going on? I think on? it's tricky because obviously doing things gradually... Mm-hmm. A, makes transition easier. Yes. And it can also help kids kind of gradually get into it. Yes. It's just the idea of like, you might want to be careful with the language and how you try to explain it to the kids. Yeah, I bet there's a better way to phrase it. I bet there is. I think there is. I think just... Don't tell anybody. (laughs) Oh, you're right. That just makes my skin crawl. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. But you also know that the part-time and the and the process mm-hmm. so let us know listeners how you explained that how you did that for your kids yeah another thing to explain to them is why you need to do this the struggles you faced the decision you had to make and what you hope to gain from that and also say this might be a con- inconvenience to the family but it's very important to you yeah. and it has to happen even with all of that factored in this is This is the next step that's going to happen. Yeah. One thing that can be helpful is to make your kids part of the process. You want to ask for your kids' understanding. You want to ask for their patience. Mm -hmm. You want to ask for their help in this. That doesn't mean choosing my new name, although that could be cool. Mm -hmm. But... Or suggestions. Obviously, you're, you get the final decision. You're going to end up just being named Pokemon Mermaid. <laughs> not a bad name. Actually not. But, uh, yeah, help having the kids, giving the kids a stake in this, mm-hmm. I think could definitely help them emotionally. Explain well, to them. Well, I mean, what? it's not like we're going to redo the yard and you guys get to pick a few things. This is you. It is, but you're also letting the kids kind of, you're going to say, I'm going to need your help. I'm going to need you to help. I'm going to need you to, to understand this. I'm going to need you to step up. You need their patience and you need their compassion. A really good example in the article is that transitioning is sort of like getting over a bad sickness and you just need time to, you know, if you are sick, you would need time to recuperate. So you just need time to get to where you're going to go. Kids have been sick. They get 
recovering they understand from an illness. Yeah. That it takes time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a tricky one. Mm-hmm. Discuss with your children what they will call you, mm-hmm. how they will address you when referring to you to third parties, mm-hmm. who knows and who doesn't, mm-hmm. and the importance of letting you tell. Mm-hmm. That's that's the tricky thing. It's the hard one. Yeah. I, I can imagine the slips that happen. If the kids get used to Kate around the house and Kate is happier and more comfortable than their dad ever was. And that's their life now yeah. is living with Kate. It's it's hard. It's it's occasionally it was even hard for me to switch back and forth among yeah. people who knew and people who didn't. Not impossible, but you know, it's an extra cognitive step. And I could imagine kids who are already dealing with sort of an emotional component of this having a hard time with that. Yeah. Again, listeners, let us know how how did that go for you? How did that go for your kids? We would love to know. Mm-hmm. Another thing to be aware of, and boy, the last thing you need is more work at a time like this, but you're still the parent, and you got to stay the parent, so you still need to keep the focus on the kids. The kids are the ones that need the attention and the time and the space and the effort, and you know how kids take up all the oxygen in the room. That's part of being a kid. They're still the kids. Keep the focus on them. This will reframe it. This will put some focus on you. That's fine. But you're caring for the kids. You don't want to vent to the kids. They don't need to hear about your frustrations. They, they're not your therapist. It can be tempting, especially in the case of a really cool, mature kid, to sort of, you know, interact with them on, a, on an adult basis. But you're the parent still. And you're yeah. still in charge. And you're going through some stuff. But get a therapist if it's tough. Don't yeah. rely necessarily on... Your kid. And a therapist can also be a safe place for the kids to to vent their own feelings. Therapy, to express therapy, themselves. Therapy, yeah. therapy, 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 therapy. We at the Gender Rebels strongly endorse therapy. Yes. Even if it's a short-term thing. Even if it's just a processing mom and dad's divorce or grandma's death or mom's transition. Even even if it's just working on a situational thing, it's, it's healthy. You guys, it works some stuff out. It gives them sort of a... A healthy framework to put things in and and allows them some limits and like it's okay that you're sad or mad or confused about this and let's let's be in that space for a while let's explore that a therapist is the one who's specially trained to do things yeah. like this yeah definitely can be a very good resource mm-hmm. if you can afford it if you have the contacts and the resources if you have good people i strongly encourage that for both you and your kids some links down below mm-hmm and it's important that your kids understand that this is a long process. Mm-hmm. Transition, as my doctor told me on the first day she prescribed me hormones, transition is a marathon, not a sprint. No, I want to sprint to the I end. No, it's slow, and it's transition uh. always takes longer than you ever think it will. <laughs> it's just it's glacial. But then there's a side benefit if your kid has more time to get used to it. I you do. know, you don't yeah. you don't become Kate. Or Stephen, overnight, you are little by little veering that way. Yeah. And, you know, that's the thing is, is patience. I think no one understands patience more than parents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're already, before any of this transition talk even started, a big part of your job was teaching your kids patience. Well, here's a great teachable moment. Here's mm-hmm. a great object lesson in this is something I really, really want, but... 
it's impossible to have it overnight. Yeah. And I have to learn to be patient, just like you have to wait for Christmas or yes. dessert or whatever the heck kids like nowadays. Need to uh, wait for their new tablet or Pokemon machines. Space skateboard. I don't yes. know. Yes. Who knows? That's it. So that's the thing is parents who are transitioning, my God, you guys have a, I have a lot of respect for that. Yeah. I've seen firsthand what transition is and how it's tough sometimes. It's tough a lot of yeah. times. Having transitioned myself, mm -hmm. I can't imagine. I it's can't wonderful, imagine but it's doing tough. it as a parent because and I can, yeah, it's just. And to parent on top of that at the same it time. It takes already the world's most stressful situation that doesn't involve say parkour and <laughs> i actually use parkour to de-stress personally yeah, yeah i oh, just okay. feel great and you tuck and roll and you're like yeah yeah and actually takes that and most stressful situation and makes it more stressful mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but ultimately it's about the people you love more than anyone as far as i understand yeah. that's how parenthood works and taking this really important step to be who you are and taking them along for the ride. They're going to learn from it. They will, 100%, have an excellent essay for their college applications. Ooh. So you need to focus on the positive, but kids are tough. Kids are resilient. They are. I want to say they'll be fine, but I think everyone listening knows it's more complicated than Treat that. Treat your kids with love. Be consistent. Mm -hmm. Be a good parent like you know how to be. Yeah. And, you know, deal with this with care, concern, and love and... And listening. And listening. We want to hear from our listeners who are parents. Plenty of you have written to us already. Thank you. Yes. Awesome. Big part of getting this episode together. But we want to hear your input. We want to hear how it went for you. We want to hear if you have tips or tricks or ideas or... You can say this to a four-year-old, but you cannot say this to an 11-year-old. Yeah, we would love to hear that. We would love to hear stuff like that. Please, and our listeners yeah. and, and people reading the comments would love it as well. So please do not hesitate. Get in mm -hmm. touch and let us know how it goes. Yeah. And we hope this is helpful to you. And again, we're not parents. If no, this is completely but... useless garbage, let us know. <laughs> we'll figure something out because we want to be a resource for you, yeah. even if it's something we haven't directly dealt with. Exactly. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much. And again, we'd love to hear from you. Yes. We want to hear your stories and we maybe we'll even have a future episode where, we're, where we'll we'll talk family stories. Mm -hmm, Might mm -hmm. be fun. From our listeners. Yeah. Thanks so much, guys. Bye. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep making more great content, go to patreon.com forward slash gender rebels. We have many different levels of support and lots of great rewards, including drinks with the gender rebels at Stonewall. Please leave a five-star review on iTunes. That makes it easier for other people to find us. And send your questions to questions at genderrebels.com or find us on Twitter at the gender rebels. Music for the gender rebels is by Jasper the Colossal. Follow the link down below or download them on iTunes today. And for all our episodes, visit genderrebels.com. The Gender Rebels is a comeback sync production copyright 2018. All rights reserved. And to all you gender rebels out there, keep rebelling. Bye. Bye. the same reaction from multiple people so sure sure
Also, interviews are tricky. Like, we love to do them, but they do take more effort and time. And, you know, this way we can just sit here and record and get our episode up. Yeah. So this week, as promised. <laughs> okay. Why is that? It just makes us sound lazy. <laughs> we're, we're really lazy. We are. Did you know that our hobby involves talking about ourselves in a room? I know. Yeah. I know I'm lazy, but I'm... As promised, this week we are going to bring you a step-by-step guide to 